Coming up after 7, Sam has music news, and uh, his girlfriend Tanya has picked her nickname. Yes. She's made a suggestion. Yes. So will you go with it? We shall see. Okay, we'll do that later. As we get started, I have some Disney news. So when the parks reopened last year, they opened with all this socially distant stuff going on, rightly so. Um, But now they're lifting that this month at both parks, Disneyland and Disney World, meaning you can have character interaction again. Your kids can have that. Oh, this is the first time since the pandemic? Yes. They didn't have masks on the characters or anything like that? I don't know about that. Like, if you got to see Cinderella, she was six feet away. Okay, (laughs) I got you. But apparently now... Isn't she always? On April... (laughs) Yeah, she's just out of your reach. Um, April 18th is when they're lifting that. So, like, if you have plans to go late April or this summer or whatever, your kids... And you... What's funny, there's a certain age. You know what I'm talking about, Murphy, where the kids want that and they light up for it it's everything it's all they oh, yeah. remember the or, autographs too Have or they slip that? away we had it when taylor and phoebe were little that that time when they were little and we took them mm-hmm. snow white walks into the room and taylor is all about it so was murphy man she was lovely but yeah. anyway snow yeah. white walks into the room and phoebe could not have she, if she could have crawled in, inside of me to hide yeah. she would have she was right behind me and you know it's just too young and scared of something so mm-hmm. charactery I think we also met Mary Poppins that day. We did meet Mary Poppins that day. Yeah. Was she practically perfect in every she way? She was. You should have seen what she pulled out of her bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for Gaston all day. Still am. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so those are back. And, and so your kids can, you know, get up close and personal. Oh, that's if that's good. really important. I know. There is that age, though. <clears throat> Have you ever, were your kids ever scared of characters? Um, that you recall, Sam? The only one. Would be that, you know, when you go take the pictures at Christmas, occasionally Santa got to them. Oh, of course. But that's like you're taking somebody that, you know, used to mommy and daddy and saying, here, sit on this guy's lap. It's all larger than life when they're old enough to realize who it is. Mm -hmm. I think that's why the Disney characters, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Yeah. That's Jasmine. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's the other one. It's a lot lot to see that character (laughs) at breakfast time. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, Murphy wants to bring something else home from his parents' house. We've had one conversation about it. We're about to have the second one next. So, Murphy, you want to tell uh, Sam what you asked me this this, the other night? Can we talk about that here? Uh, What you want to bring home. Yeah, Yeah, from from my mom and dad's house. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. So, um, <laughs> when uh, my brother and sister and I were cleaning out again, we discovered or remembered that my parents have an original. Uh, you whatever. discovered it. It was sitting right there. Yeah. They're console stereo. I guess you call them consoles because they were turntables, but they were actually pieces of it furniture. Looks like a piece of furniture. Yeah, hi fi. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, speakers built in and, and all of that kind of stuff. So he waited like seven days to ask. Well, I just wanted your opinion on that because I really do want to be careful okay. about the amount of stuff that I'm bringing you know so your brother and sister didn't want it that's right now there the thing is i guess because i'm the one and known for they the want music to decorate in the like it's today i mean it's you know they can still they know they can come borrow some of my dad's vinyl if they want to <laughs> they've not done that yet i'm sorry it took me a minute to catch what jenny just said yes you're right okay so you know they're not really into junk <laughs> <laughs> right look murphy really wants his parents' stereo. Yeah, I know. How big is he was this selling, thing? It's big. He was selling it to me like a piece of furniture. And I'm like, first of all, we have plenty of furniture. We have lots of furniture. And I don't want to say no. I understand how sentimental you are about these things. So 
I was thinking about it. You know, we were walking around the house going, where could it be? And I kept going to the back, you know, to the family room. Like, there's no room in here now because there's so much stuff in here already. But um, I really, if you really want it, let's do it. One last thing to come in. One last thing. But it's, I just don't want it in one of the main areas. I don't want to walk in 2022 Hi, welcome to our home. You know, know. it looks like 1979 because that's what it looks like. Yeah, I understand that. And he won't let me put anything on it. Ah! I'm like, you mean records? No, can I like, can I put something on it? I don't want to scratch it. Like on top of it? Could I put a plant? No, we don't want to scratch it. I don't want to clutter up at that, you know, that either. For the record, it would actually make the house look like 1965, which is when they bought it. Their their wedding day. Um, If you put a runner on top of it, you can... I don't. I don't want to yeah. do that. See, Thank it, you. And that actually is the reason that I asked Jody because I, I understand <laughs> that it could be. I mean, I, this may be one that I have to. No, no, no. Part it can with, come you know? in. It's just going to have its spot <laughs> in, the, in the back on the deck. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has your first Hollywood outsider. Yeah, the '90s cult favorite movie that is getting a TV show reboot. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider, powered by Coles. There is a reboot coming from the cult favorite movie from 1994, The Crow. People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul. And now you remember this. Yeah. How can you forget? This Brandon is, Lee. Right. He died during the filming of this movie? or Yes, which made it even more of a fascinating story for everyone watching it because it, it's a <clears> dark uh, like revenge thriller, supernatural revenge thriller, if that's a category, it 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 fits the bill. And then there have been a ton of, there were other movies that followed, other sequels. Crow and 2, Crow 3. In 2016 or 17, they tried to reboot it with one Jason Momoa. Hello! Oh. And it didn't get off the ground. They had some sort of issues, financial issues. Oh. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that would have been fab. However... They're working on it now, um, a new adaptation, and guess who's signed on to star as the crow this time? Bill Skarsgård. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. He played Pennywise the Clown. Mm-hmm. He's got that look. He's got that Skarsgård thing going on. Yeah. And so they're looking to do it. Another, and I, when I first read it, I thought, is this another, like, you know, TV reboot? Because that's so easy. It's actually not. It's a film. It's oh. going to be on the big screen. They're okay. starting, they begin shooting in June. Coming up next, Jody's got a bonus, a twofer, another uh, Hollywood Outsider next. Jody has a bonus Hollywood Outsider. You guys know who Ken Burns is. Makes some great documentaries. Documentary yes. filmmaker about everything from people to sports, fi- you know, to sports, Civil to War, prohibition. Baseball. Virtually every part of the Constitution is about expanding human freedom, except prohibition. He's got 40 documentaries under his belt. And Whoa. there's another one that, yeah, that debuted last night on PBS called Benjamin Franklin. Oh, who's it about? <laughs> anyway, he says, look, this was one of the most compelling American characters in the 18th century. So much about him is so fundam- fundamentally American, and there's so much to know, really good and bad stuff, and he's uncovering it. Hmm. So if you want to jump in, that started last night, but you can catch both I'm of surprised them. He, didn't, he didn't do a Hamilton one after the success of the Broadway. I know. He may have thought that was covered oh. <laughs> well <laughs> enough. I don't know. You have to ask Ken Burns. Um, also, we got this news the other day, and I forgot to mention it here, so for Game of thrones fans house of the dragon yeah baby dreams didn't make us kings premiere date 
will premiere on HBO August 21st. So after summer, you have to wait mm. all the way through summer for it. That makes me sad, but I'll be ready for it. Yeah. I really think it's going to be just as intriguing it's as Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. You know, the people who made this, um, they have the the content from George R.R. R. Martin and the visuals, the the I guess the stunning dragon visuals and people, but they know the mistakes that audience audiences felt were made with Game of Thrones. So I don't think they're going to go there. You mean like there. the finale? I didn't have a problem with the finale. We all yeah. knew that was coming. You know, I thought a, a show like this, it's an offshoot also because of the success of Game of Thrones probably has the budget to built look in. great oh, from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, because so, built-in audience. Yeah. I cannot wait. Is, is it the same two guys doing this or a different people? Different, different two people. Oh. It's not the same guys, but... Still, yeah, it's gonna look like Game of Thrones just 300 years before. Yay! And um, I've got Bridgerton news as well, ladies. How is it possible that there has not been a single betrothal yet? I wish to be. I know it feels like we're talking about it all the time. Season two is hot, and everybody's loving it. Um, Bridgerton has been re-upped for seasons three and four. Hmm. It's go. that hot. There's more coming, and just so you know, I dug in. The author has eight books in the series. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Your comments from our Facebook page, including, can a possum really be a pet? Join us anytime. You know we love to hear from you on Facebook, Instagram. You can also give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ. Social media connect. Okay, um, some messages coming into our website. Gail, regarding the baby possums that my friend saved, she actually lost most of them. She tried to save and was bottle feeding baby possums mm-hmm. because the mother had gotten really sick. And so the babies were drinking like septic milk or something. Ugh. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's true, though. It is breakfast, Jody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just explaining <laughs> no, what understand. happened. Yeah. And the other thing, remember, I was reading about that possums are not pets because you cannot maintain their diet. It's not an easy one to, to replicate. Because they can eat anything unless or you they know, eat everything. Well, unless you know what you're doing, I suppose, you know. Okay, well, we we'd said, you know, some people were suggesting, and her family was like, can we keep one as a pet? And she would do it. Yeah. Gail says, my brother raised one. He oh, used, really? He used the litter box, slept all day, played all night, and was really sweet. Played all night. That's an issue there. Well, they're nocturnal. running around the house all night. Well, they are nocturnal. Well, yeah. I know. And Jody had one in her backyard a, years, a couple of years yeah. ago and would feed it and leave grapes out and stuff. Well... I wonder why they say that they're, they don't make good pets and what I read. It dip- I guess, well, you know, maybe, again, if you know what you're doing, like she obviously did For everything that you son. read, you can read the opposite. You know yeah. that. Somebody else's account is completely different. Yeah. You know that's the truth. Like raccoons. What about raccoons? That they make good pets, and then you have people that say, oh, no, 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 you don't want a raccoon. Uh, that's what I've heard. You I don't wouldn't really... try. Their hands, their little hands freak me out. My dad What? Got- <laughs> their little raccoon hands freak me out. Have you ever noticed them? Their paws. Well, okay. They're ha- they look like hands, though. Okay. That's why they freak me. My dad had a pack of raccoons chasing down the driveway one time. <laughs> it did. Really? Yeah. Why? They were living under the portable building, and he disrupted, and the mama got mad. And so they, you know, they went after him. Yeah. He really ran from them? Yeah. I have not seen my dad run like that before. <laughs> it was weird. Okay. And I know you're going to tell us uh, your girlfriend's chosen nickname, for, or what she suggested, Sam, coming mm. up. But from our Facebook page, Susan says, call her tea. Yeah. Lisa says, sweet tea. Oh, uh, that is sweet. Right, we love hearing from you. Keep it coming on Instagram and Facebook. 
Sam's Music News. Brought to you by Rocket Mortgage. I don't know if you guys knew this. I didn't know this, but apparently Carpool Karaoke hasn't been running for about two years now. Right, because they couldn't get in the car together. Oh, well, yeah, now I put two and two together and figure it out, but I didn't realize they'd pulled it because of that. Anyway, uh, James Corden is bringing back Carpool Karaoke later this week uh, on the 6th. The first guest is going to be Nicki Minaj. Thank you so much for helping me get to work. I really, really appreciate it. Man. Yes. Nikki in the front seat. I cannot wait. That is. That's going to be a fun ride. It is. She's fun, and I. You know, he's going to have her do some of her own little. Oh, I guess I can't wait because she's fast. Mm -hmm. She's just quick. And uh, also, he's announced his next one is going to be Camila Cabello. That's Mm -hmm. coming up April the eighteenth. Fun. It looked like they were going to have a lie detector guy in the back seat. Asking Camilla questions, so that Aww. should be fun. Nice to see that come back. All right, uh, you don't watch Bridgerton, do you, Jody? I don't. I tried. I just can't. Apparently, I they get it, but... they do work in some uh, current songs that are covered in a classical oh. manner. <gasps> and one of the ones in this current season is Alanis Morissette's "You Ought to Know." Ooh! So Alanis decided, you know what? I'll take the classical stuff and I'll re-record my voice over it, and this is what it sounds like. And I'm here. Wow. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, I need the whole album done this way. <laughs> the episode this season is called An Unthinkable Fate. And this uh-huh. is when Kate's sister, Edwina, uh, is uh, contemplating yeah. an impending marriage. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to yeah, me. me but but anyway, I know, women everywhere. Alanis okay. Morissette plays, if you want to catch it. Nice. And uh, this is kind of cool. Uh, country star Thomas Rhett has a new duo out right now called Where We Started with Katy Perry. Those days when you're broken. Uh, album, nice. also the same name, where we started, we coming out in May, but he said uh, when they first got the song, he actually wrote Katy Perry and said, hey, I, I'm Thomas Rhett, I got this song, you'd be good on it with me? And he said she got back to, her, to him in a day and That's said, really oh, nice. definitely, yeah, this That's is me. That's cool. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, why some people have to have a GPS to get anywhere and other people can remember where they are after being there once. Thanks for checking out the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. An easy way to catch up on anything you know, that you've missed, as you know. And if you've not yet subscribed so that it shows up in your podcast thingy every day, <laughs> go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> Using the tech terms, yeah, huh? Subscribe for free, right. Okay, um, do you know what it is to be geographically challenged? <laughs> Meaning... You're, you're lost all the time? Yeah, you don't know where you are without a GPS. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I always assumed that it was, you know, that I knew where I was growing up because I sat in the backseat of a car... And I always paid attention to where we were going. Like, I could go to a small town that I spent a lot of time in as a kid, and I could find anything because I used to really pay attention to where I was. Did your parents have a map in the glove compartment, too? Probably. Yeah. Did they use it? No. Oh, they didn't. Not that I recall. My, mine did, and they would yeah. pull out and use it as needed. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I just, I could still go back today to a little small town kind of far away from here that I spent a lot of time as a child with my grandparents, and I know I could find my way around. Mm-hmm. It would take me a minute, but it, it, it would be awesome and interesting. Um, they say that, you know, a lot of 
kids today can't do that because they're not paying attention to their out to their surroundings as I mean, much. I have said that much. so many times to my kids. It's like pick your head up and pay attention so you can find. Ooh, you can find places. It's in my phone. They I don't just, need to. Like, oh, okay. I know. In their minds, they don't need to. I yeah. like knowing where I am and having that sense of direction. Um, Murphy loves to use the GPS even when he knows where he's going. Well, I'm really using it for the you know the the route Alerts. thing. It's like uh oh, there's an accident ahead. You know, okay. it'll redirect me. Right. So why why are some people you know you can take take them somewhere once and they know how to get back there, and then some people are challenged no matter how many times they've been brought to this place they they couldn't get there. Why? A new study is saying it has to do with the kind of hometown you grew up in. Hmm. Um, if you grew up in a city with a grid-like pattern where it made a lot of sense, like New York is on a grid, yeah. Yeah. you grew up there, um, you have a harder time finding your way around other places. But if you grew up in a place that had made no sense geographically and you just had to find your way, it almost like it, it heightens your sense of, yeah. of surroundings that you're better at finding your way. Huh. That makes sense to me. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I mean, because in rural areas and roads, I mean, you're having to look at landmarks versus it being uh-huh. the next block or four yeah. blocks uh-huh. over or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Coles. Have you seen this footage, this newly... Uh, discovered footage of Prince when he was a little boy. Did you see it yet and watch it, Sam? Yeah, I did. It's unbelievable. It's amazing how they can put Prince's face on an 11-year-old oh, kid. Why do you want to do that? Don't say that. This is Prince when he was 11 years old. It's a. It was a Minneapolis news station going through their old, you know, archival footage doing a story. Of course, 50 years ago, there was a teacher strike there. Mm-hmm. And so they went looking for through their archives for something they were working on today. And no kidding, it's Prince, and he was interviewed. Are most of the kids in favor of the picketing? Yep. How come? Um, I think they should get a better education too, cause, um, and I think they should get some more money, cause they work be working extra hours for us and all that stuff. Oh, you have to see it though. Same demeanor. Sweet little face, yeah. Um, and like a prince expert confirmed it, and a family friend confirmed it. Apparently, Old he was friends. nicknamed Skippy at that Skip, time. Skip, yeah, Skipper oh, is Skipper. what I read at that time. It was about eleven years old when he actually started first picking up, you know, instruments and playing music. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing it is one thing, but you have to go see that face. It's just rare because there's very little footage of him before we all got to know him in the early '80s. Coming up next. My girlfriend's finally decided on her own nickname. We'll see if it passes the test next. You know, this whole um, trying to find a nickname for my girlfriend, Tanya. Mm. Because you can't say her real name right. Because I usually say (laughs) Tanya. In fact, I just said Tanya for the first time in a while. I know you got that right. So you're going to switch to a nickname now officially? That's what you've decided? Nicknames are precious. She knows we've been talking about the nickname, and so she came up. With her own, she told me this weekend. That she wants you to call her, or she just threw it out there? It was her idea, and we talked about it, and her nickname is Red. (laughs) But Uh, she's not a redhead, right? Well, she does do a little dye job in the red that's in there. You can see when the sun shines right. Okay. And it's that dark red. I've had that nickname on and off my whole life. My daddy used to call me that. You're you're a real redhead. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and first thing I told her, I was like, well, that's not real red. Oh, uh-huh. Sam. We've talked about this, so it was it was okay to go okay. there. Okay. <laughs> At least she's not delicate with you. 
Lordy. And I said, it's it's fake. I said, so I could call you Fred, <laughs> fake Red. And uh, she kind of just like, mm-hmm. Oh. And so I don't, think, I, we're, I don't think we have it if yet. If it doesn't come from you naturally and some sweet private joke, it's not going to work. And so. I didn't tell her this, but I, I just have always had an issue with Red. The name, the word, the nickname. Oh, really? I, I mean, I know. I don't know how you feel about being called Red. It doesn't bother. Well, on, it depends on who calls me Red. I just have. Ne- I've just never. Th- it depends on who calls me. When I was a little girl, certain members of my family called me that, and uh, I didn't mind it. I liked it. When somebody on the street calls me that because my coffee's ready or whatever, I don't love it. Yeah, I, see, I just I, and I have I nothing to either. base it on. There's no redheads in my family. It's just I've never liked Red. Okay. You know, so it was like first of all. Okay. If it doesn't work for you, it's not going to work. It's supposed to be your pet name for her. Yeah, but I like the fact that she came up with one. I was hoping it would be good. Okay. You know, better than Sunshine. Uh, but, you know, Red or Fred. <laughs> I didn't even try it out this weekend. I, I didn't even. No, yeah, okay. That's it, not it. I had an uncle whose nickname was Red. And I never really understood why he was called Red, because the entire time I remembered him, Didn't have he, red he was gray, right. Oh. But before it turned gray, he was red. Well, there you <laughs> That's go. That's why they called him Red. It's an yeah. honest nickname. Yeah. Three things you need to know today. Number one, former, former President Barack Obama is set to return to the White House today, hmm. okay, to promote improvements to the Affordable Care Act, which is his signature Healthcare legislation, and this is the first time that he has been back at the White House since 2017 when he said goodbye. Yeah, it'll be uh, maybe an emotional day for him. Mm-hmm. And this is happening while uh, President Joe Biden is expected to be announcing new enhancements to the Affordable Care Act. Okay. So I don't know if Barack's coming in to go, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I didn't say that. We'll see. Number two, Tiger Woods set to speak today in anticipation. <laughs> Of his return to the Masters this week, he tweeted out on Sunday that it will be a game time decision on on whether I compete. Meaning he we will wait. He'll wait till Thursday to see how he feels. One of the uh, the his partners in the practice round said, mm-hmm. "Hey, he's looking pretty good. He can he can play." Well, he's the only one that can decide that. Oh, he can go all those rounds, and he's the one living with the injuries. And then last night, uh, some college hoops. We've got Kansas winning their fourth title, coming back after a 15-point deficit. Puts up the shot. It's off. The game is over. And Kansas completes the biggest championship comeback. Kansas 72, Mm. North Carolina 69. Three things to know today. Jody, I am here to report in that I have watched an Oscar-winning movie, a recently really? recently named Oscar winner. And Which one I is that, Sam? Actually enjoyed it. Coda. There are plenty of pretty voices with nothing to say. Right. Do you have something to say? I can't stay with you for the rest of my life. Best picture. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've seen it popping up on an Apple, and it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks too serious to me. Yeah, usually and for you, too it, serious. It, there is a serious part, but there the. the her dad in the movie, the guy that won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. Troy Kotzer. Yeah. Um, um, it's He just has me dying laughing so every scene he's for in. Any, oh yeah, for, for anyone who doesn't know, what's the premise of this? The I think premise, I know it's it. It's C-O-D-A, Children of Deaf Adults. Mm-hmm. And the daughter is the only one who can hear. Hearing. Mom and dad and the brother can't hear. And mm-hmm. so everything is, there's a lot of scenes where it's just They're signing. Signing going on and she's the only one talking. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's this, 
cool scene where she's singing on stage. They're in the audience, and obviously they can't hear. Yeah. So they just react when everybody else reacts. Oh. And then everything just goes silent because whoever the director is wants you to, to, I guess, feel what they feel. Yes. Oh, wow. And so she's singing. The people around are smiling and crying, and they're just looking around like, right. oh, my God, this is the effect our daughter's having, yeah. and we don't know it. A lot of people who um, have seen this and then they saw all the best picture stuff were saying there were a lot of good, whatever, contenders this year, but this is an uplifting movie about something that needed to be covered yeah, in, a, it is. in a motion The music picture. teacher, I don't know why he wasn't nominated, and the girl, Amelia Jones, who plays the oh, daughter. you like it that much? She's just great. Did it have a good ending? I, there's 20 minutes left. You haven't finished it yet? And you're no, raving about I, it? I, I ran out what? of time. What if you hate the ending? How do you get that far and go, you oh my God, this is the best movie ever. Can oh, you it's give time a movie to go to review bed. if you have Exactly, a that's it. <laughs> you were too sleepy? No, I was just like, if I don't, if I stay up and continue watching, even 20 minutes, I have Okay, when you go home, you're going to finish it? <laughs> yeah. I hope you like it because you're giving this wonderful review yeah. and you don't even know the conclusion. Man, I hope the last 20 minutes don't turn it around for you in some way. <laughs> it's it's an awesome movie. And if, I, if the whole movie is great up until the last 20 minutes, it's got to be good. Yeah, yeah right? but sometimes the ending is the kicker. Okay. Well, Man, you've got bigger discipline than I've got. I can tell I'll you that. Discipline. I'll report back tomorrow. Discipline will be finishing it. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, Karen wants to talk about customer service and what is missing. You can join us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. So do you remember yesterday when Jody was talking about the uh, secrets to getting a good tip? Things that, you know, a little if you're extras. A wait staff. If you're if you if you're in the customer service, if you're yeah. in wait staff, when know, know the, the menu back and forth. Know the menu front and yeah. back and then the other one is to be friendly but not unprofessional. Know that line. Right. Don't Which, push it. <laughs> I I always love it when we cover things like customer service because mm-hmm. anybody that's ever worked in that industry knows Dang. and has an idea and mm-hmm. a and a story to go with it. Like you Karen, right? I was originally trained as a cashier for a grocery store. Yeah. And when I was trained 20, 30 years ago, we were always told you can have a conversation with the bagger, but when a customer comes up, your conversation stops and you you deal directly with that customer. I like that. And you can include the bagger if the, if the conversation is all three of you <laughs> are the same subject. Right. right? Ah. It seems nowadays mm. they don't care. They say hi and that's it. Yeah, sometimes. The same grocery store. Yeah. Oh, then that's um, not, that's not the same management. Then they're not teaching them that anymore. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not, and I miss that. I know. I me mean, too. I a lot of times go to the self checkout. For one thing, I know how to bag my groceries. They don't know how to bag them, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> see, I'm not with you on that. I don't like to bag my own groceries. Man, I love it. I know it's. <laughs> oh wow! But it's just. I think society has changed so much yeah. that I miss that one-on-one. They don't treat you as a customer. You're here, they take your money, and you're gone. Yeah, well, you know, things are cyclical, so I'm hoping it'll come back. Sam made a face. Yeah. Cyclical. Things are in a cycle. Or it could come back around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah coming back around, right. Karen, I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm hopeful it comes back around. I want it to come back, too. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? I know. We got to teach it. <laughs> 
Exactly. Thank you, Karen, for the call. It To me, it's like a 50-50 proposition. I still run into, you mm-hmm. know, f- fine customer service, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But when I was checking out at the grocery store when you were out of town, Jody, I know you're surprised I actually went to the grocery no, store. I know you did. There's all it kinds of lost. weird stuff. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Um, but the cashier and the, uh, the, the person who was doing the bagging were in some sort of a very inside conversation with each other the whole time. And it was that oh, thing. You, know? you felt left I, out. I was still nice to her, but yeah, it was really mm-hmm. very weird. Like, I was just the third person. Party sitting on the Sorry inside. about that. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Coles. We mentioned Jason Momoa earlier just because it's so fun to mention Jason Momoa. It's the exact spot that Vocal gave me my first swimming lesson. I already know how to swim. Okay, we mentioned him because there was talk about him doing a Crow remake at one point. He was Mm -hmm. attached to the Crow remake movie. Wow, but that did not happen. Here's what is happening for him. He's got a a deal now with Apple TV for a drama about Hawaii colonization called Chief of War. He's going to write, executive produce, and star. Is he going to be King Kamehameha? I don't know what he's going to be yet. No. I don't know anything about it except that. You know that's something that's near and dear to him. Right. So look for that. Um, you know what Skims is? Do you know, Sam? What's, you, no. Girls know what it is. Ladies know. Okay, it's Kim Kardashian's line oh, of... Oh, Spanx. It's not, don't, it's not Spanx, but it's bodywear and yeah. shapewear and undergarments and things like that. She hired some new iconic models for her new campaign. You're going to see them. It's like... Tyra Banks, hmm. Heidi Klum, Alessandra Embrioso. These are all older yeah. Victoria's they- Secret models who modeled together. And then in some of the ads, it's Kim with them. Are they called Skims because it's Kim? Yeah. It's oh. a clever name, yeah, actually. Okay. Skims. Anyway, when you see those and you do a double take, you are flashing back to Victoria's yeah. Secret models. Jody, last hour you were telling us that They've now proven that some people are directionally challenged. Geographically challenged. Geographically challenged. Even if they've been brought to a place ten times, they couldn't find it on their own. And it's based on the city you grew up in and how it was laid out. This this has nothing to do with dependency on a GPS or smartphone. No, it's one study. If you grew up on a city that's a grid that's easy to follow, then you don't have as much of a natural sense of direction Mm -hmm. as if you grew up out in the country where everything's all crazy cakes like I did. (laughs) Do you have a good sense of direction then? I think I do. I think if I if you take me somewhere, I can find it again, usually. Challenge accepted, Murphy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that that is cool, though, that your mind is like that. Me Once too. or twice, learning something that you can actually find the route back is right. crazy cool. Mm-hmm. My, your mind is taking in so much more all yeah. the time than you realize. I want to address one aspect of that, and that's something I never could get hold of directions on, and that's going to the mall. What? Meaning Why? inside of a inside mall? Inside the mall. As, a, oh, as yeah. a kid, the malls alone. we went to as a kid, I, I, I don't. I just have to follow my parents. That's, I a, didn't, that's a male-female thing. And in the malls, you know, as a grown-up, yeah. i got to look at the map or ask somebody, where's Penny's, where's My Sears? opinion is, and it's just an opinion, that's a male-female thing. You're yeah. not the shopper that I am. By the way, if somebody's, if you ask where's Sears, somebody's going to say, <laughs> It's gone. Oh, right, yeah, okay. I'm it talking down. All right. talking about 1984. A few years back, yeah. 1984, no. I could, you put me in the mall and I know where every major store is or my store is. And therefore I know where everything is in relation to that. Absolutely could kill it at the mall. Never lost my car at the mall back in the day. Yeah. But 
you don't care about that. Every store is the same to you, right? Except where maybe where the arcade was. Except when I'm in the mall and I need to find something. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think that's a male-female thing. I could be wrong, like a shopper thing. I, yeah, it's probably a shopper thing because I, I just cannot grasp a mall in, once I get inside. Well, I wonder if some of that is because some of the smaller stores wind up changing over time. <laughs> and so you don't, you know, I, mean, I, I yeah. don't know. But I, I get I get exactly what you're saying. You know, hmm. it's, it's by the fountain. Well, the problem is there are four More fountains. More than fountains. Yeah. 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 The Sears only- came and went. Mervyn's not there anymore. Okay, stop it. <laughs> the only small store he ever went to was Spencer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is still around. I can find that in a heartbeat. You know, uh, book choices tend to really take off when you have a superstar behind them, like Oprah, for example. I mean, the book club, the every every Reese book she ever listed, Reese, mm-hmm. same thing. Um, but I saw an article the other day, and two things really stuck out to me from this list, and it's Elon Musk's list of his favorite books that oh. he's got in his collection. Cool. Yeah, which, of course, sucks you in immediately. I mean, you're talking about somebody who's a billionaire, so you immediately think, maybe I could get some He's ideas. also just a rare but brain. Is anything is, fun, or is it all... Right. Well, so uh, it, it's... It's all helpful stuff, but two really jumped out at me. One of them is a book that I, I'm own, but I'm sad to say I've not read yet. Is the book about Steve Jobs? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is a which is a fantastic book, you know, written by Walter Isaacson. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they just say that the story of Apple and all that is well, really it's inspiring. But the other one, it's your summer is a, reading. It's a book by Sam Harris called Lying. <laughs> now it's one of the catchy title books because mm-hmm. or, you know because that's not what it's about. It's actually about how dangerous lying is mm. and that's what he uses is you know it some of those things is for his leadership skills the way Very that he does cool. his leadership is by always being truthful and forthright anyway so i know what you're gonna be reading this summer yeah lying <laughs> he's reading a book about lying